0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. You guys name it, we explain it, we explain it, we explain it. I got to get this tagline down. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle.
1: Hey, guys.
0: Robin, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm fumbling words. It's okay. It's a Friday. (laughs) Guys, we've got a wonderful show today, and today you're going to explain hormone replacement therapy for men yes all the different uh options there are because sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming it can so why don't we explain male hormone replacement
1: okay so of course at the the point that i'm talking about hormone replacement we've done labs we've decided like yes you've got low testosterone you're a good candidate Mm the least invasive method that we can start out with is a cream that's applied to the skin. Typically for men, it's rubbed into like the upper shoulder chest area. Um, it's applied every single day uh, there. I use a compounded version, but there's a commercial version like Androgel, So people may have heard of that. Um, but applying to the upper chest area once a day, can't wash it off, sweat it off, wipe it off for at least a couple of hours afterwards. Um, the whole key to that one is consistency. You have to apply it every single day to make sure that those levels come up. And if you miss doses, Levels are going to fall pretty easily. Um, another option is something that's called a troche, which is a compounded little square-looking thing that drops under the tongue, dissolves slowly over about 10 or 15 minutes, and gets into the bloodstream that way. Um, can't drink anything, eat anything, or brush your teeth for at least 30 minutes after that is done. Okay. Um, that way it's we're letting that really sit in the mouth well. Um, again, requires consistency. Gotta do it every single day. Gotta remember, gotta remember not to drink afterwards. Um, to get the amount of testosterone that men need into a troche form. Sometimes it's a little bitter tasting too, so we're dealing with the flavor there as well. Uh, Not something that you can just chew up and swallow or something like that's it gotta sit in the mouth until it's fully dissolved. Is there a time of day that that needs to happen? morning's good. Okay. Um, you know, if there's a different time of day that works better for them, but your best testosterone levels are going to come after you take that. Okay. So preferably do that in the morning, have good levels throughout the day. It's going to fall towards the evening. Sometimes I'll do twice daily dosing for people, but, um, Men aren't the greatest about being consistent with things once a day, much less twice a day. Um, So I tend not to go that route. Uh, There is a new pill form of testosterone on the market. Hmm. Um, It does not process through the liver. That's why we've never been able to do oral testosterone before. This one actually gets into the lymphatic system and is delivered throughout the body through the lymphatic system. That is interesting. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, It's testosterone undecanate, I think is the, the type of testosterone it is. But anyways, Um, that one requires twice daily dosing. So again, consistency is key. Uh, the next step up is doing once weekly or sometimes even twice weekly injections. Okay. For doing once weekly, we're doing an intramuscular injection. Um, patients can self inject at home. We do offer that option. So either I teach patients to give themselves a shot. We teach a, you know, a spouse or a friend to give them the shot. Uh, it can either go into the thigh or into the hip area. Um, sometimes for consistency, as far as their levels. We'll split it up and do like a subcutaneous injection in the belly twice a week. I even have some patients that do three times a week because they like the way they feel with it. There's a lot of ways to do the injections, um, but injections are the next way up. I'm a really big fan of injections. That's what I've tended to use through my practice over the years. Really good at getting more consistent levels and we can get levels higher than the other methods like the creams, the trochees, the pills. Okay. We get a higher peak level out of it. So people feel better with it.
0: And the consistency, I'm assuming you can kind of dictate how they feel when. Right. So like if you're... if you're doing your shot the same time you know twice a week that level is going to maintain
1: you keep just a more consistent yes do do you Um, prefer sub-q versus im it's really whatever works best for the patient um so i i'm cool there there's a lot like i said a lot of different ways to do the injections so it's really
0: you know up to the patient almost you guys have a conversation absolutely and then you know you're kind of on board with whatever you yeah. think and they think makes most sense for them.
1: Yeah, and usually if I'm gonna start out with injections, I'm gonna start with once a week and then we're gonna see how they feel. Some okay. patients are very sensitive to that change. So you peak about two to three days after you've taken a shot. Um, your trough for the lowest you're going is the day you're gonna do your next shot. I usually okay. do every seven days. Some people feel the fluctuations in between there too much. That's when we decide to divide things up, make the dosing more frequent in smaller doses.
0: Got it, so there's too high and too low. Yes. so we
1: don't want this right we want this okay just nice steady fluctuations um and then one of our really popular methods also is pellet therapy that's right so for um men typically pellets will last for about four to six months it's a quick and easy procedure that we do make a very small incision into the hip area use an introducer to put these pellets in they look like skinny tylenol tablets basically um based on your dose is how many pellets we put in um those get some strips put over them, heals for a couple of days, and then you've got four to six months of consistent, steady release of testosterone into your system. Uh, So your body utilizes it when it needs it. So if you're exercising a lot or doing something more intensive, you're gonna absorb a little bit more, break down a little bit more and absorb it. And if you are like really chill for a couple days, you're not gonna absorb and break down quite as much.
0: Is is that something that you just learn over time? Like, okay, I work through my, Testosterone over this amount of time, based yeah. on my activity levels. Yeah, it,
1: it is, and so some people just burn through really fast. If yeah. you're super active, you're out there like working out every day, you're lifting weights, all those kind of things, you're gonna burn through faster okay. than a sedentary lifestyle would. So but your, your levels
0: are still gonna be higher. Yes. Okay. Yes,
1: and so we put pellets in, and the first time or two, not that it's a guessing game really, but the first time or two, we're making tweaks and adjustments. Okay. Um. So we typically after pellets have you draw labs a couple of months later and see where we've gotten your levels. And so that lets me know next time, can I go higher? Because we didn't get your levels quite high enough or like your peak level is great. You're just burning through it really fast and you're going to be one that does it a little more often. Is the patient kind of going
0: based on how they feel too? Like some of the symptoms? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So it's not all about labs. Nothing I do is all about labs. Right it's about how the patient feels too. If I'm looking at numbers and you're telling me, I feel great, I don't care what your number is, you feel great. Right. Um, If I'm looking at that number and I think the number looks good, but you're telling me you still don't feel good, we've got more work to do.
0: So one number for one person could mean something different for another. person. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So everything that we do is very customized to the patient.
0: Now with pellets, that's a procedure. Any Mm -hmm. downtime with that?
1: Um, Three to five days of no strenuous lifting, squatting, um, you know, running, things like that. Anything that's going to stretch that hip area. Okay. And also not being in open sources of water, like pools, lakes, that kind of stuff.
0: Super cool. Yeah. Robin Riddle. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Guys, you name it, we explain it. This week's episode has been on male hormone replacement options. I hope this was super helpful for you guys. As always, Rob and I will see you next time. Don't go away.